0: Hi there. Do you know what your anxiety profile is? Me, I was a besieged panicker. We often say that the first step to reversing anxiety is to understand it. And that's why we've created a tool to help you discover your anxiety profile. And it's totally free. In about 90 seconds, you'll receive your customized anxiety profile. And it will answer so many questions you've probably been struggling with, including, am I going crazy? And why me? So if you haven't yet, pause this episode and head to lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile or click the link in the show notes. I promise you'll get a lot more out of this and every episode once you know your anxiety profile. And now on to the show.
1: Hello, a little bit different today, and you can probably tell from the audio quality that uh, things sound different. This is Kyle, you know, Erica's husband. And you're listening to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast. Yes, we have part two of the conversation Erica and Dr. Barr had uh, regarding sensitivities. But I I just wanted to share a few words uh, before that. Things are a little bit different for this episode. Not the episode, but the intro. Because I'm recording this while sitting in bed. As we've mentioned before, our son has to have a surgery to repair a cleft palate. And so Erica is currently at the hospital. And because of all the COVID and whatnot, uh, it's only one parent's allowed with him. So I took him in in the morning, was there when he woke up from surgery, and he did very well. God has been good, and it was a successful surgery. Now, there was a time where we would have been dealing with not just the surgery, but also with the anxiety coming with it. We uh, actually had some trouble with Erica getting to the hospital to take over and be with Jared due to the protests happening. You walk into the hospital and there's all of these precautions due to COVID-19. And so it's a scary place to be. But I can see that Erica has handled all of this uh, from a anxiety-free standpoint. It's not saying that there's no anxiety. Of course, there's fear. One of the things that uh, is talked about in the book, Free From Fears, is that there's the first fear and the second fear. The first fear is uh, our baby boy. He's... Going to go into surgery and it's, yes, it's a, it's a safe surgery that happens all of the time, but it's still, there's a risk there. Yes, we're going into a hospital during a global pandemic. Yes, we're having to struggle with traffic related to protests and it's, it's unpredictable. Yes, those, those are rational fears. We're built in such a way that We sense danger, we sense risk, and uh, we react to it. But then there's a second fear, the fear of, okay, what if I'm in that situation and I freak out? What if I'm on a commute and we get diverted because there's protests and now blah, 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 whatever happens? What if, what if, what if? And so this has just been a reminder, this whole experience of the fact that it is possible to unlearn and relearn productive ways for dealing with those first fears so that the second fear isn't consuming your life. So next week, we're we're going to kind of get back on track and we'll be announcing uh, how you can get the book, uh, uh both... Uh, You know, a free online version, or if you want to uh, get the, an actual print copy, which I recommend because you can highlight and mark it up. We want this book to change as many lives as possible without having to go to Amazon and, you know, spend exorbitant amounts of money to uh, get a decades old copy. So let's get to the episode and thank you for tuning in. And if there's anything that we can do, reach out. I know Erica responds to all of her emails at erica at com, And we'd love to hear from you and just let us know how we can best serve you. So with all that said, here's the show. Part two from last week's conversation on sensitivities.
0: Welcome to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast, where each week we'll bring you another discussion to help you on your way to overcoming your fears. I'm Erica, and together with Dr. Charles Barr, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety, we'll be your guides on this journey. Because you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. <laughs> just having all these thoughts okay. and taking in what other people were saying and... Pretty soon, I realized I had gone silent. So yeah, I I get you on yeah. the on the listening to other people and and even from a young age, maybe hearing or enjoying other other people's perspectives and walks of life. And but yeah, no, that's not that's everyone. Right. That's not everyone's thing. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so you're sensitive. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. What in the world are you gonna do? What can I possibly help myself with? Well, number one cut out the caffeine caffeine just hypes up the the system the nervous system that carries all of the anxiety and the sensitivity and you you know part of what we're wanting to do is we're wanting you to keep that system as quiet as possible so don't add to your troubles by adding in stimulants to your sensitivity
0: Can I ask you a question because I got this question recently about cutting out caffeine. How do you properly cut out caffeine or is there a website that you could recommend if somebody's, because, you know, it's kind of hard to know exactly what to do. Does that mean one cup less a day? Does that mean half a cup less a day? And, you know, some people get insomnia when they start cutting out caffeine. What would you suggest on how to do it?
2: I think that if you have been using caffeine frequently, and some people have been, Mm -hmm. um, Caffeine is sneaky, it's in coffee and tea, of course, yeah, but it's in all the sodas uh it's in coke and Pepsi and all the most of the sodas uh it's in chocolate, unfortunately, <sighs> so it's, caffeine gets into us in many ways, and so if you're a frequent user, you know if you're using four or five cups of caffeine or a drink with caffeine in it per day, not to mention the energy drinks, you know the they're just that's that's basically what they are. they're really aimed at at giving you a slug of caffeine right so if you're if you're taking in those, if you go cold turkey, you're gonna have some withdrawal symptoms now what what caffeine withdrawal for me looks like is it looks like a migraine headache
1: mm-hmm.
2: where it basically puts me in bed,, Ooh. and I have a terrible, terrible headache, I'm nauseated, I'm sensitive to light and so if you if you're doing that and you wanna cut out caffeine, do start start cutting down, cut out one cup of caffeine at a time a day, you know, so um uh, well, I wouldn't go per day okay you know, it's like okay, so for for the next three or four days, cut down by one cup of caffeine. And then the next oh, okay. two or three days and four days, cut down another cup of caffeine. Because you, you've you got to let your body adjust to being uh, on less caffeine. Yeah. And your body will adjust, and, and it won't be a problem if you come down slowly. Now, you may miss your caffeine. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're going to find is that your sensitivity is is alive and well when your caffeine is all gone yes and you can start being more in touch with your sensitivity you're not driving your sensitivity and you're not overwhelming your sensitivity but you can actually be in touch with your sensitivity and start to use that to your benefit rather than to your detriment so so cut out the caffeine uh that that's for sure you know some some people can't even do decaf.
0: I think there's a, quite you a know, bit they are of caffeine so sensitive. at times from certain decafs. I, I've ordered a decaf on occasion and felt like, whoa, that just woke me up. How could, how is that possible? <laughs> but I think there, there is some caffeine sometimes in, in, in decafs that can
2: sometimes there is. And, and yeah. you're right. Um, and sometimes I think they tell you it's decaf when it isn't. Well, yeah, that too. Which is totally unfair. Yes.
0: Yeah, be careful with that. Uh, you know,
2: that, that can really rock, for those of us sensitive to, to caffeine, that can really rock us.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, if I ask for a decaf and you give me a double-calf instead, you know, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that's punishing. Uh, yeah.
0: And some of the even little Keurig things, they're decaf, and I've noticed they have kind of a punch to them. So they, you know, I don't know. Who knows how that stuff is regulated anyway? How decaf it really is? That's right. I don't know. That's right. Um, enough-
2: so, so there again, that's where that's where you have to. I'm glad you said that because that's where I want people to really be aware. How is this affecting you? Never mind that somebody else can do it. You may not be able to.
0: Yep, you're sensitive. And,
2: <laughs> and I and I want you to to learn that and live with that and say, oh, well. that's not for me. I can't, I can't do that. That won't work for me.
0: Yeah. Another thing I did recently was I got some of my food and, uh, you know, allergen tests done. And I thought that was good um, because it's good to know what you're allergic to, what your allergies might be. Since you are a sensitive person, uh, you might want to know what could trigger, you know, food allergies or I've heard different things too about if you're eating a lot of foods you're allergic to, that that can cause inflammation, which can cause some anxiety. I know there's a lot of different beliefs on that, but um, that might be more of a holistic belief. But I've, I mean, I've well, heard... I
2: think I think it it may be more holistic thinking, but I think that it's very accurate. Really?
0: Also. Oh, good to know.
2: It's like no, I violated the the um, allergy rule here. I know I'm allergic to that. So it's very important to pay attention to what your body is experiencing based on what you're putting into it, what you're drinking, what you're eating, what kind of medication are you putting into it? Mm-hmm. Are you doing any drugs? Uh, you know, are you smoking pot? Are you are you using any other kind of drugs? and, and really paying attention to what is it doing to your body? How do you feel? Is it, is it really worth doing this? You know, it's like, well, it is absolutely, absolutely not worth feeling that awful feeling.
0: Wow. Yeah. And one thing that I've found that's really helpful for me is just keeping a really open dialogue with my doctor. Sometimes I think you can feel like if they're prescribing something, you have to take it, but, um, I'm always, you know, of the mindset of, well, just be your own advocate. And if something's not agreeing with you, tell them because there's other things oftentimes that can be done. They usually don't mind. They're not put off at all when you say you have a sensitivity to something. So just, just talk openly when, you know, you, they can't always do something for you, but I, I find that most of the time they can find an alternative. That's an excellent
2: point. And I, and I really am glad you brought that up uh, because of our sensitivities. We're mm-hmm. sometimes afraid to say to our doctors, you know, because we don't want to get judged. Yeah. You know, we don't want them to think that we're weird, weak, <laughs> or or weird, or, yeah. you know, it, it's like, but it's so important to have that dialogue with your doctor and to be able to say, I'm sorry, I. I tried this and it makes me sick or I tried this. It gave me a rash. I tried this. It made my throat close up. Yeah, Yeah. it's like definitely say uh, that your doctor really needs to know if a medication that he or she is prescribing for you Mm -hmm. doesn't react well to you. So it's 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 a very important thing to have that dialogue. That was an excellent point. Glad you brought that up. Why, thank you. Good.
0: Thanks. It's it's uh, come from some experience because I, I feel like I'm constantly getting told now do this now do this and I have to say well actually I don't do so well with that what else do you got and usually we can right. figure something right. out in the middle <laughs> and then I just always find that nobody cares Every you know everyone's okay all right well let's do this then it's just done it's nothing that yeah, gets controversial right. controversial or anything. That's right, and I guess that kind of goes. And to... that
2: goes, well that that goes with uh, testing as well. You know, um, my wife happens to be allergic to iodine, oh, and yeah. a lot of the contrasts in medical tests are based on radioactive iodine. Yikes! She absolutely cannot take that that substrate because it it just no. She's too allergic to it. You uh-huh. know, she is going to have an anaphylactic reaction to oh, it. wow! No way, no how. You know, yeah. <laughs> do not give her that. Right. And um and that's important for you to know and advocate, like you said, to be an advocate for yourself. And it's so hard for our anxiety folks to advocate for themselves mm-hmm. uh, for that that fear of of judgment and being sensitive to that judgment. But I'm I'm glad you're you're saying that about your doctor and and if your doctor is not sensitive to you when you tell him or, or her that you have a, a reaction to that, find another doctor. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good doctor for you.
0: <laughs> right. If someone's going to give you a problem, um, and there it's are just some kind doctors, of pure and simple. Yeah, there are some doctors out there that that would have a problem, but that doesn't mean they need to be your problem. That they're just taking something else out on you for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't let that stop you.
2: Well, at the very least, they're not listening to you, and you yeah. want your doctor to listen to you right. and believe you. You know, it's like, oh, brother, you know, you couldn't possibly be having that reaction. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, you could.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that medication doesn't do that. Well, it did it to me. Right. And I'm not taking it. And that's the other thing is, is that I tell my folks when they come in is you, if you start taking a medication, a new medication, and suddenly this symptom appears stop taking the medication and call your doctor don't keep taking it yeah uh,
0: like you have to call your doctor like it's a rule Stop
2: taking it yeah call your doctor right Right. yeah Uh, so it it really is legitimate for you to stop taking it even though your doctor said to take it Um, so stop taking it and then call because you don't want to keep putting something that's going to poison your system into your body
0: yeah I feel like that lands us so nicely into accepting yourself for being sensitive. <laughs> be a g- good advocate and accept yourself for being sensitive, which which is our last point. And it's a it's a thing to be proud of. Maybe you don't feel proud necessarily when a medication is giving you an adverse effect, but <laughs> you know we're talking also about accepting right. accepting that it does and speaking your mind and using your voice to get what you need. Um, and being assertive in that respect and just,
2: and we, and so many of us have, have felt blamed for Mm -hmm. being sensitive and it's not our fault. We were born that way. Yeah. And the, the, the difficulty with anxiety is, okay, you have anxiety because you are, were born sensitive but anxiety is also a sensitizing disorder. So it makes you even more sensitive to more things over time. So it's a double whammy there, unless you can bring it back and say, Hey, wait a minute. I was born sensitive and here are my sensitivities. And so I don't have to let all of my sensitivities grow and become more and more sensitive to more and more things as the fear uh, cooks along, Mm -hmm. which it will do if you, if, if if you keep having panic attacks, it just makes you more and more sensitive. And I think um, that's part of why I had such difficulty when I had my panic attack with the earthquake is because I was not used to being sensitive to those kinds of fears and those kinds of anxieties and feelings. Yeah. And all of a sudden they were forced upon me and uh, I wasn't practiced at dealing with those and I didn't know exactly what to do with those feelings,
1: and mm-hmm.
2: it really shook me up so um, yes, it's a good thing to be to have that sensitivity, but you also need to know how to live with it and to manage it so that it doesn't overwhelm you and uh, in our stressful world.
0: Yeah. If something's getting uh, out of it's hand. It's easy to
2: get overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. Like right. if you're crying for hours and hours because of something and you, this is really, you know, your anxiety flaring up. This isn't what you normally are. Then that's when, yeah, your sensitivities are kind of taking over in your anxiety condition. Yes. And, Cause I know for that's me, right. I, yeah, I so felt my anxiety heighten or my sensitivities heighten in my anxiety. just, being more sensitive to things people would say or – yeah. And that – when I was able to do the change program and feel, you know, feel better, I, I shared earlier that I felt like I was able to finally weed through some of that where I'm – okay, yes, I'm a sensitive person, but I'm not an overly sensitive person, or at least I try not to be.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, and I'm a sensitive person, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's just – uh it just is an is thing <laughs> right
0: and and imagine the world uh, yeah. without sensitive people my goodness where would we be, all be because well that's
2: a good point
0: non-sensitive people still need sensitive people and a lot of times you find that yes, non non-sensitive people are very attracted to sensitive people which is funny
2: well okay. and and your your choice as a mate is living proof isn't yeah. it yeah yeah, you know, it's like, yes, for you guys, sort of opposites attracted there, you know. It's like he saw your sensitivity, you saw his maybe his uh, stability, if I could put it that way. Yes. It's like, wow, that's very attractive and he said, Oh, that's very attractive and yeah. you get to bring something to each other.
0: Although at, cool. at first I will say he was probably like I think at first he was just like, Whoa to me. <laughs> Whoa, you have way too many concerns <laughs> and you, uh you know, hold on here. And then he kind of found that he said, all right, okay. There are some things I need to look at too. And yes, you come off a way I'm not used to at all, but I think there's some good yeah, in there.
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, we hope if you're one of those sensitive people out there, that you've enjoyed this conversation, and I hope it's opened up your eyes a little bit and uh, allowed you to be a little more accepting of yourself and giving you some things to think about.
0: Yeah, there's some, there's a lot of, a lot of things to think about with sensitivity because it's not one umbrella, but there's like so many things that fall underneath it. Um, but yes, yeah, you are a good dependable, sensitive person. And there's nothing wrong with that, no matter what anybody tells you, no matter if it's your spouse or whoever thinks you're too sensitive. There's you're really not unless you, you know, are having some issues like we talked about that are more the extreme than right. being caused by and, anxiety. But otherwise,
2: that's right. And and anxiety certainly gets in your way. Yeah, there's no doubt about oh, anxiety yes. getting in your way. Uh, so, we want you to be, be able to live with the sensitivity without feeling panicky and feeling uh, anxious and having it limit what you're able to do. Uh, we want you to expand your world again, and not let it shrink.
0: Yeah, and that's why we're working on the change program, um, which you're going to learn so much about assertiveness and uh, sensitivities there and really come away a different person that you might not recognize or that maybe that you haven't seen in many years a <laughs> person that used to be there but feels like they've been gone a while we're still working on that and we plan to bring that to you guys very soon
2: it, that's an interesting thought isn't it that that you used to have more freedom than you feel like you have now and and some people will feel like i used to be okay and i'm not okay now and what happened to me yeah and this sensitivity that we're talking about is is part of what happened is that sensitivity got away from you in some way and mm. led to anxiety and panic and uh, experiencing that kind of thing and if you if you didn't have the tools to know what to do with it it really can run away with you and be frightening and limit what you're able to do so we want to try to reverse that yeah get you to reverse that
0: so stay with us because we've got more good stuff like this in the near future.
2: Well, I don't know. You know, we may have to uh, ask you guys out there to rate this whether whether I uh, whether it was so exciting that you couldn't put it down or. Uh, I don't know whether we fulfilled <laughs> that promise at the first or not. I
0: think you did amazing. <laughs> I'll give you a five star review, as long as everybody else agrees to give you a five star review on the Apple Store or wherever they're listening. But I think they will. I think you passed. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I did well too. So, you you told okay. me I did pretty well, so I'm gonna go yes. with that. All right. Uh, well, this we This will... is a joint effort. This is always a joint effort, and then some some behind the scenes stuff with Kyle trying to figure something out. For us, but um, yes, we will be back with you next time, and uh, our show might be just as good, probably will be.
2: Hope so. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Blessings to all of you all, and stay
1: safe. Yeah, stay well. Definitely. So here's a quick update, and thank you for listening all the way to the end. I hope there was something in there that resonated with you and encouraged you. Just want to give a little bit of an update that uh, Erica has. Made it through the night, and little Jared is doing great, and I'm sure he's very excited to get home. we got some great conversations coming up for you, and as always, reach out. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. It's Life Free of Anxiety on both. One of the things we want to do most is answer questions and really meet you where you are, so reach out. Join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Well, that's about it, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that something in today's conversation provided you with a feeling of hope, determination, or purpose. I know what you're going through. And that's why I want to give you some of the tools that helped me in my anxiety journey. To get your free copy of Dr. Barr's relaxation audio that helped change my life forever, just go to lifefreeofanxiety.com slash relax. Thanks again for listening, and remember, you are not broken. You are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. See you next week. Oh, my gosh. I've been looking at Jared on the monitor this whole time, and he's just sitting there staring up at the ceiling. He never did go back to sleep, poor guy. But he's being very quiet.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he's still resting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I cool. yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: should be sleeping. Okay.
2: Taking time to daydream.
0: Yeah, he does that a lot, actually. <laughs> he entertains himself while well in there. He, I only know because I'm Actually, spying. Actually,
2: that's on very him. cool. But yeah. that—that's what a what a cool thing, you know, to give your child time to do that and to allow that. Yeah. You know, to, to have that quiet time to be with himself and wonder what things are. Watch I know. things.
0: Yeah, if if I didn't wasn't spying on him, I would really think that he was asleep right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then you'd be wondering why was he cranky later. You yeah, know? exactly. He took a two-hour nap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's been asleep for hours. All right. Crazy kid.
2: (laughs) That's
0: funny. Before you go, I wanted to give you one last reminder to discover your anxiety profile at lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile. Going forward, we really think this should be the starting point for everyone's anxiety journey. Once you're done, once you're done, you'll probably wonder how we could learn so much from just a few questions. It really is amazing. What you don't see is behind the scenes, your responses are compared to what we've learned from helping over 200,000 people just like you reverse their anxiety over the past 40 years. It's a data-backed assessment with real insights. I promise it's worth 90 seconds of your time, and it's totally free. Just click the link in the show notes or head to lifefreeofanxiety.com profile, and I'll talk to you again soon.